Welcome to the UK Investor Magazine podcast, the latest on shares, markets and investments, now available on your Amazon Alexa. Hello and welcome to the UK Investor Magazine podcast, now also available on the UK Investor Magazine mobile app. For today's podcast, we're going to be drilling into a number of global equities and to do that, we have with us very kindly the Head of Equity Research at Hargreaves Lansdowne, Darren Nathan. Darren, thank you much for being on the podcast today. Oh, it's a pleasure, Jonathan. So we've had a particularly busy week out there today, um, Darren. Well, this week, actually, I mean, today in particular, we've had lots of companies reporting. We're going to be covering some of those uh, companies uh, in some detail, but we're going to be looking at some bigger themes to start with. Now, unfortunately, we're not going to be able to cover all of the big names out there uh, that have reported this week because there's just been so many. Of course, we've had Shell this morning. That's got some interesting um, numbers that have come out. Lloyd's has reported. We're going to touch on them a little bit later on. But what we're going to start with, Darren, is the online media section. So this this encompasses some of the, the US tech giants as well. Uh, so we're going to be looking at Meta, of course, the owner of, uh, of Facebook. We're going to be looking at Alphabet, the holding company of, of Google, and, and also WPP here in London, how they all tie up in, in what's happening out there. But Darren, from what you've seen so so far this week, what are the overarching themes in this sector at the moment? I, I think it was only a matter of time before we saw some pain. I, I mean, corporations are coming under pressure from inflation and they're under pressure to make cost cuts somewhere. You need to ask whether advertising is the right place to do it, though, because actually, you know, you might uh, get a short term cash gain. But indeed, you know, you need to advertise to stay ahead of the competition. I think we, the first really major sign that we had that online was starting to hurt, uh, in, in my opinion anyway, was um, the recent announcement from Snapchat and they're saying even the busy holiday season isn't going to see uh, any growth. And and that has fed through. Uh, probably, um, you, you know, the biggest shock really was, was Facebook today or Meta as it likes to call itself. Uh, perhaps that's uh, um, you know, testament to what people know it for. Uh, every, everybody uh, in at Meta wants people to think of it as being a, a shift towards, uh, uh, you know, virtual reality and us all uh, running around as avatars. But actually, you know, most of the jam comes from advertising at Facebook and some of its other platforms such as as Instagram and less so WhatsApp, and you know we they, they missed their forecast today. Um, revenues fallen four uh, percent, and you, you know you've seen the share price go down twenty percent or so, and that is absolutely huge when you think of the size of the company. You know that's billions of shareholder value uh, wiped out in a day, and, and, and I think you know they're really going to have to show that they're focusing on driving that bottom line back in the right direction rather than uh, playing with their new toys if they want to get investor sentiment back on board. Um, Google, I I guess, um, or Alphabet as it's known, it's got a few more strings to its bow, um, but it is the the commoditized advertising where I think you're going to Feel the pain first. Um, Google is has got a lot more services than just advertising, and it's one of the 
big emerging players in cloud services. However, that side of things um, is quite hard to predict. Um, you know, uh, Microsoft this week uh, missed its analyst expectations on its cloud services, which includes uh, Microsoft Azure. Uh, so, you know, there are a, a, a lot of question marks out there at the moment. It's certainly choppy waters to navigate. So just just with those two there, because obviously they're, they're operating in very similar markets. Do, I mean, do you think there's any differentiation between, you know, what's happening with the online advertising at, at, at Meta and what's happening with the online advertising at, at Alphabet? Or do you think it's, you know, it's external pressures that are impacting both companies in the same way? Um, I think it's... Um... They're definitely facing similar challenges, um, but there are also competition elements to it. So you've got, um, you know, you know, YouTube at Alphabet, which uh, uh, has seen a dip uh, in, in the period just reported, even though analysts were expecting growth. And there's a lot of new entrants into, particularly in the short video space, uh, such as TikTok. So. Um, yeah, I think it is general downward pressure, um, but you've got to uh, differentiate. Um, I think perhaps that's why WPP, um, you know, was able to upgrade at least on the uh, revenue side uh, this week because it's not just selling space; it's selling a creative ability, end-to-end delivery uh, of the whole campaign. It's picking up. Uh, specialist agencies uh, on a regular basis as well, each with a different service offering. Uh, and, you know, it should be able to do that perhaps at better multiples as, uh, uh, you know, smaller private agencies perhaps uh, find it difficult to eke out a profit without the big infrastructure that the likes of WPP has. Indeed, indeed. That that that's, uh, that flows quite nicely into WPP, actually, Darren, because I remember some years ago now, they actually held their hands up and said, look, we, we've been slow to this social media game. And of course, now their, their fortunes are very much linked with activity there. So, I mean, do you see a high level of correlation in, in what's happening with at WPP with the likes of Meta and Alphabet going forwards? I, I think so, uh, 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 to a point. I think, you know, it's great that WPP have been able to upgrade this time round, um, but they can't hide from the tide forever. Uh, that being said, it does have um, more of a value add that it can offer to its customers um you know i think i think you can't overlook um the, the creative um talent that they have in house um, and also it's got the full suite um uh, of um advertising offerings so you know that's everything from outdoor advertising through to television through to newspaper through to radio and and and, and i think you know, traditional advertising isn't dead. You need to find the right thing for the right market and for the right um, product. And, and and having that holistic view uh, re- re- really helps them. But, you know, as I said, if advertising spend as a whole continues to drag, uh, then they will be affected eventually. And that's perhaps maybe why, you know, they upgraded on 
earnings, but they've downgraded on the margins and they're investing more in people and technology. And I think they're probably just having to spend a little bit harder to keep that growth going. Indeed, indeed. It'd be interesting to see what the fourth quarter looks like for these for these companies in the online advertising space. But it, but it does raise a question, Darren, you know, if you look at Meta and Alphabet, they're obviously, you know, classes as, as the tech stocks, the, the mega caps there. And we've got uh, more companies set to to report. And of course, we've had Microsoft. I mean, I mean when we look at the broader tech sector, are, are these issues that we see at Meta and Alphabet you know, localized to the online advertising? Or do you think when we start to see the other tech stocks, you know, likes of Amazon and, and Apple uh, report, there could be a bit of softness there as well? Um, well, let, let, let's start with Microsoft. Um, clearly, that's not an advertising play. Uh, but, y- you know, you are seeing uh, discretionary spend uh, come down. So they've suffered... Um, on Windows, um, not the not so much on the corporate version of Windows, but on the um, more commoditized inbuilt version uh, that laptop and PC manufacturers supply uh, when you buy a, a laptop, be it from Currys or online. And, uh, you know, that's been a big hit for them. Uh, having said that, they are, have got um, areas have more structural growth and i think you know the cloud um is something they're really pushing uh that you know cloud was up 24 percent, but it was lower than analyst expectations so um it'll be interesting to see this week uh um, how the market leader apple with its uh i beg I beg your pardon, Amazon with its uh, uh, AWS offering uh, does on that side. And also, you know, uh, Amazon, uh, you might see a similar divergence there. You might see, you know, the online shopping maybe coming under pressure, but hopefully we'll see uh, that being offset by uh, continuing cloud growth, which, as I said before, is also something uh, that Google is uh, looking at. Um, Apple is um, a slightly different story. Um, It is uh, very much um, a a, a consumer technology play. Um, And, you know, it keeps on bringing out new phones. uh, But, but, you know, how much better are they getting compared to earlier iterations? I think we're on iPhone 14 now. you know, it's uh, a lot of money for consumers to stump up in the current environment. Um, and we have seen some pr- pressure on device sales, uh, but it's an ecosystem and customers can downtrade to earlier versions of the iPhone. And Apple is trying to, you know, really get more dollar per uh, user. And it's got a, you know, a massive uh, uh, user base um, and it is really um, increasing the service offering it's uh, you know through the likes of uh, Apple TV and that sort of thing that it is offering to its customers yes it's, it's always interesting with Apple because you know when, when we get the release of the new phone there, there's always a lot of anticipation building up to the sales and you know each year but increasingly we're we're seeing comments coming coming out that you know there's not too much difference to the prior one but they 
you know, they always seem to be um, robust in terms of their sales figures. So it will be interesting to see uh, what the uh, the figures are for the latest model when they come out. There's a loss of customer loyalty there, isn't it? It's almost um, fanaticism. And I think there's a lot to be said it for is. that. But, you know, um, how far that can go when people have to actually uh, make sure they've got food on the table and um you know pay to keep the lights and the heating on in the current environment uh, i think we're entering slightly uncharted territory it 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 is i for one are due an an upgrade so i'll probably be partaking in the purchase of the new one at some point in the in the coming months so Darren, to finish off with we're going to be looking very briefly here at the uk banks we've had uh, a raft of companies in the sector reporting so far this week at HSBC, Standard Chartered, Barclays and Lloyds this morning. Of course, each one of these banks is slightly different in the way uh, that it operates in terms of the different markets that it focuses on. But if, if you look at the sector as a whole, Darren, is there any key themes that's coming away from these banks so far? Uh, definitely. So, you know, all of them should, to some extent or other, be a uh, beneficiaries of a uh, rise in interest rate environment. That means the uh, difference between what it uh, pays and what it charges on capital. Um, you, you're seeing that margin uh, widen. Um, but actually, you know, that also puts their end customers under pressure. So uh, Lloyd's today, um, we, we, you know, on face value, uh, you know, uh, net interest up 19% to 3.4%. Um, some of the other income has dropped off a bit, but underlying profit up, uh, you know, 22% to 2.4 billion, 2.4 billion. But, you know, they're, they're, they're being a bit careful about the outlook. So they've taken, you know, nearly 700 million um, in impairment charges. Um, and if you take that into account, profits are down by 17%. And there could be more to come because um, the consumer is coming under pressure. We've been used to cheap money uh, for so long. And, you know, they, the, the, the Lloyds in particular, are very much focused on mortgages. That's households, uh, you know, one of households' biggest uh, expenses. And uh, as... Uh, fixed deals start to unwind, there's going to be some really uh, big hits out there. So uh, I, I think that's the general theme. Um, having said that, um, you know, the likes of uh, Barclays have um, some different strings to their bow. Uh, they've got the investment banking arm um, and, and, and trading. Um, so, you know, actually investment banking might struggle a little bit because we're seeing low volumes of um IPOs, but I think the trading part of it is doing quite well at the moment. Um, having said that, Barclays has, um, uh, you, you know, some regulatory and legal issues hanging over it. It's also standard chartered um, and HSBC, um, a lot of Asian exposure, uh, which, um, and, and, and I think you've got to uh, differentiate where in Asia you're looking at, but I think China's starting to. Uh, cause some issues, um, particularly on the real estate side. And, you know, you've still got the zero COVID thing going on out there, meaning people aren't moving around and economic growth is really likely uh, uh, to, to, to worsen there just after it's been the 
driver of global GDP growth for so long. So, you know, you can't paint them all with the same brush. Um, I think they sh if they manage their uh, debt uh, book well and make sure that, you know, they've got the capital ad adequacy side uh, covered, then that's the basics and gives them a bit of downside protection. Um, should be able to eke out a bigger margin in this environment. But if your credit quality or your you know lending criteria uh, is shaky, then you're going to run into some trouble. Yes, in, in, indeed. I mean, when, when you're sort of looking at, you know, if we break the the sector down into the into the UK banks, Darren, and, and, and those ones, you know, Standard Charts and HSBC operating overseas, I mean, do you think as we move through a period where there could be some economic downturn, do you think there'll there'll be you know each one of those sectors will perform better than than, than the others, or do you think it's going to be you know if we see a global recession, they're all going to be uh, you know taken up in 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 the same um, sort of market theme, and you know maybe all see weakness or or maybe all see strength. Look, I, th I, I, I think it's just good to have a few bases covered and, and, and not have everything in one basket. I think, you know, if, if you're all on UK mortgages, that is going to be an issue. Um, if you're all on China, that's going to be an issue. And you do see... Um, uh, you know, all of these companies trying to diversify a bit. I think having global coverage does... Uh, help um, a little bit, um, you know, moving back into what we were saying about uh, media, um, WPP, uh, yesterday, you know, they did have um, good, good growth at the top line, but they did actually uh, highlight two of their um, most important regions, Germany and China, as having quite a, a significant decline. Uh, so, you know, whatever sector you're in, you, you need to make, make sure that you have um, yourself spread a little bit. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you very much, Darren. So just a quick recap of the of the stocks we discussed today. Uh, there was WPP with a ticker of WPP. And there was Meta, of course, the old Facebook trades in the US under a ticker of META. It was in Alphabets uh, with a ticker, of course, also in the, in the US of G-O-O-G-L. And we just... Finished off there with a bit of discussion around Lloyd's that reported this morning, uh, which has a ticket of L-L-O-Y. Darren, thank you much for being on the podcast today. Thank you, Jonathan. We hope you enjoyed listening to the UK Investor Magazine podcast. Please do share the podcast and we really value any reviews and comments you leave us in your chosen podcast player. The views presented by the hosts and guests of the UK Investor Magazine podcast are in no way investment advice. And please remember, all investment involves risk.